Janelle, and this is What's Left to Do. Episode two is with my man Alvin, and this interview is further proof that I need to learn how to mind my damn business. Um, In part one, I really pry, and Alvin lets us in on some very personal aspects of his life that I had no clue about. This interview is also further proof that I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, At one point, the recording device turns off and I didn't know it. So when you hear me kind of bust in and break down the fourth wall or whatever to fill in what we discussed, that's what's happening. (laughs) Please bear with me (laughs) as you enjoy part one. recording. So, welcome to the second episode of What's Left to Do. My esteemed guest this week, none other than my boss, your boss, Alvin Lee. Let me tell you about Mr. Alvin. (laughs) (laughs) The motto here is no comrade left behind. He has the patience of Job. Did he ever once cuss me out for sending him five million different times that same gif of Alana Glazer saluting as a meme when I was taking direction from him via text? He did not. Uh, Does he make sure, will he talk to you like you're an adult, even if you are being slow about what he's asking you to do until you get it? He will, because he's a gem. He's a treasure. He's a comedian, but he doesn't joke about a leftist politic. <laughs> Welcome, Alvin. Say hi to the people. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, of course. It's an honor to yeah. be the second guest. This is really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming. to COVID test later, and we are here. Mm-hmm. How have you been? I've been okay. Okay, tell me. I've was uh you know the election was last was it last week or two weeks ago La- a week and a half ago i don't even know cool, homie. Um, but i just come from a, i came from a losing campaign ah. so it was really heartbreaking Gee. but it's you know what it's that's what happens sure and you take the time to heal that's and you right. take the time to um and god damn my man this is two in a year that's like two a in a year when? yeah it's actually really upsetting <laughs> <laughs> actually um makes me want to cry and stay in bed all day yeah it makes me want to quit politics but we're not gonna but we're not gonna do that exactly we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep fighting that's correct yeah it's not an option Mm -hmm. we are going because i am dying to we're gonna get to the current moment your work your work with the sanders campaign where i met you Mm -hmm. and then your work with the alvalos campaign Mm -hmm. which you just wrapped up right get there because i am dying to hear what you have to say about both of them oh okay um, i have a lot to say about them. yeah okay <laughs> listen honey we better we're gonna get into that tea but we're going to take a moment back take a moment jesus Christ. wait but <laughs> before down. you do though what? can i ask you did you think of that intro 
just now on the spot or did you write it beforehand? Um, seventy percent of it was just off the dome. I love it. Right now, thank you. Was, <laughs> that is, I have to bust everybody's balls. Um, on intro, so that's. I was thinking about like, what am I gonna say about it? The fact that I annoyed the shit out of him. With you that. did not. Though. And I do love. I do love that gif, and I associate that gif with you. And I, and I, but I love it. I love it. Oh my god! It's who? Who is she? Al- 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 Alana. Al- she's a. There we go. The actress. The other actress on um Broad City. That's right. And there she's we a go. Ridiculous. I've actually never seen Broad City, but I never. I love that gift. No, I haven't. But I should. I I was told that it's a really good show. Yeah, it's funny. I think yeah. you'd like it. I mean, it's she's she is part of my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have good sense, and neither do I. So <laughs> I, I identify very closely. <laughs> I need to watch this. I need to watch it. I mean, I have the time now. I'm, yeah, there we go. I'm unemployed oh my now. Gosh, you got Listen, exactly. right. you ain't got no job. <laughs> Take a look. Yes. Um, you're so silly. Let's go back to the beginning. You were born on a sunny day to smiling parents in Southern California. Tell me about how you... Oh <laughs> You, you know I was born in California. Yes, ho. How do you, I mean, you, you know that? How did you know that? You you told me. Oh, did I tell you? Yes. I'm like, how the fuck else would I know that? I will just say before I start telling you my life story that I'm really nervous for this podcast. What? I don't know why. I've been on. I've told you. I, I, I'm a comedian. All my comedy friends have podcasts. It's really sad, and I've <laughs> and I've been on their podcasts like so much and i feel like i'm never nervous for that but i'm nervous for this why because it's different i don't know it's, it's just me it's not, but i know <laughs> it's just me. all right but I'll, I'll ease into it i'll yeah. be a little less nervous um i was born in california you are right i don't remember when i told you this but i i, I suppose i did she told me this i think this was in the i think this was right before you were leaving for new york and like uh-huh. and at that that like goodbye dinner that yeah turned into a welcome the fuck back dinner because you were back like four days later because oh that was God. like that's, right before that's the another box. story yeah, oh that's that is that's thing. crazy remember i like cussed you out because you because you decided to be a fool you were like leaving for new york uh-huh. but then you you were leaving for new york on like a friday yeah and you were going to like fly back from New York oh, to gosh. California on, like, Saturday uh, evening to do a show and then head back out, like, early Sunday. And I was yeah. like, are you high? It's stupid. And I, but you know what? It worked out because I had to be back. Yeah, anyway. that's right. You had to, right. <laughs> uh, right. Corona said, bring your ass back and uh-huh. sat out somewhere. I, I remember you were at my farewell dinner. Yes! It was so dramatic. It was, I was going for, like, what, three, four months. Yeah. And I had, I made sure all my friends came yeah. to this dinner that's and, right. like, I was honored to everybody. have been there. <laughs> and then I came back two days Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you had to turn right the fuck back around. Yeah. I was such a wild... Like, just even... Like, all of this was this calendar year. Like, it's wild to consider. That felt like years ago. It's, it and feels I, like a decade ago. No, I feel like I've known you for a long time. Yeah, that's right. It really does. But I've met you this this year, right? Maybe. No, I think... I think or the end of last year. I think I met you end of last year, like yeah. around this time. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! And okay, here we don't are. Say it like that. Say it like it was a joy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I've known you forever. It's just... been really hard knowing you. Yeah, ooh. I'm just kidding. Wow. We're gonna cut this short. Um, no. That's that for episode two. <laughs> for episode All right. Goodbye. Two. It was yeah, nice that's right. It was. Show. It was cool. Get the fuck out, homie. Joking. Um, yeah. It has. It. I. I mean, yeah, it does feel like I've known, like, all of you. And I'm going to be interviewing more than just, like, people that I volunteer. Like, you know, I have 
mm-hmm. friends outside the campaign that are leftists. Do you? Not a, not a ton, <laughs> but like some. So, but it does feel like I've known you guys oh. forever, like in the trenches, like just. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we fought a battle together. We were... Bro! Because we did. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so what the fuck were we talking? See, this is just. We were talking be- about when I was born. That's right. You don't. And if there's something you don't want to talk about. Oh, I can you talk about to, my okay. birth. It's yeah. not it's not a hard topic for me to discuss. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how you grew up. What was what was life like for young Alvin? I, I was born in California, yeah. but then I did move to Taiwan um almost uh immediately. Mm-hmm. Um I think part of that was because I my parents wanted me to be a US citizen. Mm-hmm. Um and they didn't want me to because if you're born in Taiwan, um and, and if you're assigned male at birth, you have to serve in the military for a few years. Uh, conscription or conscription or consignment. How do what is the word for that? I don't know what any of those words mean. Ooh, oops, okay. What does that mean? I think con- <laughs> conscription is like you it's like you are automatically tapped for like military service at a certain age. Oh. I think conscription is the word for that. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> when goes, you, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't know there were actual words <laughs> for it. <laughs> but I know that when you turn eighteen, or I think it's after you graduate high school, uh-huh. you have to serve in the yeah. military. My, like in Israel. Oh yeah, yeah, everybody exactly. has to serve. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, my my uncles did it. My my grandpa did it, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I think my parents didn't want me to serve. Mm-hmm. And so um, they had me here mm-hmm. um, and yeah, moved to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And then I came back, um, I think third or fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, sort of just question. Yes. Okay. So they were, so they were living here and they were here and decided to have, ch- have their children born here before going back. Or they were just like, yo, in nine months, we're going to take a flight and, and be in California for a hot second so our kids can... So I know my mom was here on vacation. She had hey, just graduated uh, college in Taiwan. Uh-huh. Um, and she studied Spanish. And she came to the U.S. for, like, sort of... I, I think, and I might I might be wrong, but I, mean, I think this is what they told me. Uh-huh. She was on vacation, sort of, um, sort of congratulating, congratulating herself for graduating college. Mm-hmm. She met my dad here. Um, That's right. Gave him the look. Yeah. From across the room, like, Tuh. and had. No, you won't. Ex- exactly. <laughs> there we go. Um, That's inappropriate. I know she- I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. fine. It is fine. Uh, I know she called my uh, my grandparents, her parents, and was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get married tomorrow or something. And I know they were pissed. But it was like, it was a Wednesday, and she was like, hey, actually, I didn't, I didn't find my dude. And mm-hmm. Oh, that's what my grandparents told me. My mom actually didn't tell me this part, but they were <laughs> they were annoyed with her. They're like, you, you're you just going to get hitched? Um, I know they got married in Vegas. Uh-huh. And Was he, is your dad Taiwanese as well? My dad is uh, Taiwanese and Japanese. Oh. Okay. But he moved here when he was, um, I think, in grade school. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. Mm-hmm. So so, Mama was here, living la vida loca after graduating uni. Yeah, she saw your daddy, uh-huh. set that thing out, mm-hmm. and just like, okay, this this is what we doing. I'm mm-hmm. this who I'm this who I'm with. Plat out, and My it worked out. Not super excited. About not that. super excited. No, gotcha. no, no. Okay, mm-hmm. but they got together in Southern Cali. Um, I don't know if it's Southern Cali. I think, yeah, I think, or they met in Vegas. I don't know. It's unclear. I mean, how you don't know 
about the, about your parents' love story? Because I don't think they like to tell the story. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's all... They're very religious the now, and they're very, um, like... Uh, they're not conservative, but they're very, like... Um, I don't think they... I think they sort of tell the story with a little shame. Oh. Because <laughs> it was zero. I guess but it know. worked out late. Ended up having... They had me, and then they had five more kids. So they have... I You're have, one of They six? have six kids. Yeah. Oldest of six, too. My stars. Which I think people are surprised about because they don't... I don't think people get the oldest child vibe from me. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, damn. But, but we're all close in age, and we like are... Like stair steps. Yeah, like I think we're all a year apart. Your mama was busy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Question though, and yeah. I um, I asked because I have it's it's very um I find it very fascinating. I have some I've American friends of like Chinese parentage. Mm-hmm. So were your mama's people the capitalists who fled the mainland? Yes. Yes. My grandpa actually has told me like harrowing stories of um how his mom i mean it's just it's, just, it's, just, it's so interesting talking to him yeah, yeah. he like left on a boat and Ooh. they like all thought they were gonna die before they reached taiwan sure. they made it uh-huh. but not everyone in their in his family made it uh-huh. um and they yeah it just seemed like it was i just can't believe it was only two generations away from me sure, that they're sure. experiencing all of this the war and everything yeah 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 were they super not excited about your dad because he was half Japanese? Yes. That's beef. I know that. Yeah. Because I be because I like I said my 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 Chinese American friends. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Whoa. So they were super not pleased about that. I think so. yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But it's. Do you? We're the, and this is already a too early of a sidebar. Uh huh. Did was was your families kind of view of did you understand a like did you fully understand like what they went through and like the kind of all of the dynamics of the revolution from mm, no that's a leading question how did you understand that's a better question how did you (laughs) understand the history of like your grandparents fleeing the mainland for Taiwan, like as a child, or was it just kind of like, there goes grandpa telling that crazy boat story again? You know, I don't think I still fully understood um, <laughs> all the history behind it and mm. all of the experiences mm-hmm. um, that my family went through. Mm. And like, my grandpa uh, and my my grandparents actually didn't really talk about it until I asked them mm-hmm. uh, when I was in. I think in college was when I was starting to get curious about these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I think it's a lot of um, it's just traumatic. older generation. Mm-hmm. They don't like to talk about. Yeah, they don't. The that's everybody. They went through Chinese elders. Yeah, that's everybody. Uh huh. And it really took me crying and um wanted to really learn about my family history before before you know my grandparents get any older and, and sure. pass. I wanted to you know get as much as possible from them. And I don't think I still have the full picture, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. It's just, it's really interesting. I, and I hope to get to know more, learn more. Oh, next. so you're still trying to like, I'm pull still learning. Them. Yeah. Whoa. Your yeah. mom doesn't tell you kind of like secondhand her understanding? You know what? My, I don't speak with my parents that much anymore. I'm very, very, very close with my grandparents because <laughs> they, uh, they essentially raised me. Mm. But uh, my grandparents, I, I'm sure they would be ha- not happy. I'm sure they would talk about it if I continue asking sure, them, pestering sure, them. Sure. Um, 
But it's not something that they just like freely will talk about mm. at dinner. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So your grandparents raised you in Taiwan or here? In Taiwan. So your parents stayed here. My parents stayed here. Primarily because my one of my sister was very very ill mm-hmm. at one point, and mm-hmm. so I was sent to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't resent that at all. I I like love my grandparents. I'm so glad I got that experience sure. of living in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I did move back when I was in third grade, but then I was um, going back and forth a lot. Whoa, what yeah. was that like? Was it just you or some of your other siblings just were me. going back and forth? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. And I'm actually not sure why, but I think it's because I had such a bond with my grandparents mm-hmm. that they they wanted me to go back. Uh, and, I, uh, and I was actually very excited to go back. I, I loved going back. Sure. Because I didn't know... Uh, when I moved here, I didn't speak a word of English. It was really hard for me to go to school and everything. So I was going back a lot uh-huh. to... Um, so you were, you were born here. Uh-huh. You left at what age? The first time? I think like one or two. Oh, you were little, little. Yeah. While your other siblings I don't even were still remember. being born. Yeah. They sent you back to be with, what do you call your grandparents? My, my, uh, my akong and my ama. Akong, ama. Uh-huh. I probably <laughs> so bad and I'm so sorry. Yeah. No worries. Um, my grandparents. Your yeah. grandparents. Uh-huh. But so you were there, the only sibling yes. that was over there. But yeah. then you came back at what age? For the first time? I was going back and forth for a little bit. Oh, like constant. Constantly. But I think third grade mm-hmm. was when I was like, hey, was when my parent was like, they, he needs to finish off school here at uh-huh. least from, you know, September to June. Uh, uh, and uh, then he can go back for the summer. I see. Yeah. But you're saying when they when you started to like be enrolled in school here, you were still speaking Cantonese, Mandarin? Uh, Mandarin and Taiwanese. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So I was not um, comfortable speaking in English. And uh-huh. I was in ESL and I had to really learn. And I feel like back... Um, I'm well, not back in the days, but even now, I feel like kids are brutal. If you yeah, if you don't yeah. if you can't speak English, you yeah. know people make fun of you, make yeah. fun of your accent. So it was hard for me growing up here. Um, and I've always just I even growing up, I was like, I wish I could have just stayed in Taiwan this mm-hmm. whole time. I want to live my life out in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, I'm glad I got to learn English and got you know mm-hmm. um, the education I got here. But uh, when I was younger, I really resented being here. What is what are some of your like earliest fondest memories of living in Taiwan? Do you remember? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I I think that's where I will. My, yeah, my fondest memories are all in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Those are um, the best days of my life. Mm-hmm. I Why do really, you say that? I grew up with two of the most loving grandparents oh ever. They were doting. They were mm-hmm. they would give me the world. And I also was. Uh, I also grew up in the same household with all my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. In Taiwan, or I, in, I imagine a lot of cultures, you 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 all live under one roof, mm-hmm. and it was it just felt like I was the center of the world. Sure, <laughs> sure, I was the only sure, kid with sure. all these uncles and aunts who who weren't what, married then. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were all. My mom was the oldest, so she had a lot of younger siblings. She was one of five, and um, I was just you know the light of everybody's life. I was the apple of their eyes. <laughs> uh, they loved me, and mm-hmm. and, I, and they still love me, and I love them very much. Sure. And so. Yeah. Oh, right on. So is it was it with the contrast would you say between the two environments would be like very communal, loving, warmth that you experienced when you would go back to Taiwan mm-hmm. and and was it the opposite of that in America when you would come back or in a certain way, yeah. And also great question, Janelle. <laughs> I feel like I'm actually I'm very much being interviewed. I love this. Um, yeah, because I was 
growing up here, I was one of six kids mm-hmm. um, with two parents who were so swamped and so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my and in Taiwan, obviously, I was the only child. I didn't have my aunts and uncles didn't have kids then, so I didn't have cousins back then. And I, we were definitely uh, wealthier in Taiwan too. Mm. Um, so it's there was a very clear. Um, I think I had a, and I think because of this experience, I had a very clear sense of the divide between. Um, I, w- I wouldn't say poor and rich because I don't think it's it's I don't think we were very rich in Taiwan, but it was I had um, I didn't have to worry about money in, mm. when I was in Taiwan. As a child, how was it that you understood like the position of your family? Like, do 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 you remember like clearly having having a semblance of kind of class standing in in Taiwan, or is it just in retrospect now? No, I think I understood it, I mean, as much as I could back then mm-hmm. because the experiences were so different just from... Tell me what you mean. My experience in the U.S. And, and in Taiwan were so different. I remember being in the U.S., my parents... And also my mom and dad aren't very shy about... I, I think some parents shield their kids from, like, knowing, um, like... If, if if their financial struggles and whatnot, my parents were not like that. They made sure we knew we were poor. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> they made sure, like, we knew, um, you know, daddy doesn't make this much money, and we can't buy you this, this, and that. Oh wow. Um, and in retrospect, I feel like they should have maybe like tried to shield us at, at a young mm-hmm. age and made sure that you know. Do you we, think they like threw it in your face? We weren't lacking. Um, a little bit. <laughs> wow. Okay. But I think it's just their way of parenting. Yeah, I don't sure, think it's. Sure, sure. I don't think they did it maliciously. No, or no, no. They weren't trying to like harm us. Yeah. But um. But it was like, damn! I know you got his hours cut this week. What the fuck you want me to do? Yeah. Why exactly. Yeah, like yeah. they would like complain to us about their financial struggle, and mm. I, I was a kid. I'm like, what? What, what do, do you want, want me to go? To do? Like, That's right. They're mow a line, or <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I can't do anything. Right, right, right. I can't even tie my shoes yet. Um. Whereas in Taiwan, I was, you know, I got anything I wanted. So I was, I was very spoiled in Taiwan. And so I think because the, uh, it was such a difference, I, I at least understood that, you know, oh, we're, we're poor here and mm. we're rich here. What did your parents do here? For- my unclear. Hmm. Uh, my mom was always a housewife because she, she I mean, she, she was pregnant. Kids. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So she never had the time to work. My dad worked for um, like a tech company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you know what he was doing? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I think. <laughs> Not sure. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Huh. But you were, you were keenly aware of like money being like, money being a focus of your parents in terms of like what it like what we can do now because we have it or what we can't really do now because things are tight or we don't have it yeah much more aware than i think any kid should be uh, but i i was i see did yeah. that make you anxious about money as a kid yes mm. and i think a lot of um how i spend my money nowadays mm-hmm. is very indicative of that experience growing up mm. i think tell me what you mean by that paint a picture for me Ooh. Um, I, listen, you can tell me the fuck. I don't need to be all about business. <laughs> no, like no, that, no. You can throw here. anything at me. Uh-huh. I, I think I'm, I'm actually not very good with money. Hmm. Um, what do you mean when you say that? I think I, I'm at a place where I'm very fortunate enough to make. Um, I, 
I, I make more money um, nowadays. I mean, right now I'm unemployed, but sure. when I when I'm working, than my dad, I think ever hoped to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't know how to really reconcile that my upbringing with what I can and can afford now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know where I'm going with this, but no, no, no. I, 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 I'm just not very good with money because I feel like I have to spend it right away. I'm not a big. You're not. You is. Do you? Mm, say more. Go ahead. I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I, I'm, I'm also thinking out loud. Uh, sure. I. I think I'm just not good with money. I'm very. I like to think I'm a very generous person, mm-hmm. and I will also live sort of a little bit more lavishly mm-hmm. than I, maybe should I, I i definitely should be saving and be more um conscious of of you know retirement and things like that mm-hmm. down the line. but i because i have money now whereas i didn't when i was growing up in the u.s mm-hmm. i i think i'm just like oh i need to spend it mm-hmm. and i need to live a happy life mm-hmm. and not and not be frugal and not be um so stingy with the money that my parents maybe Maybe I felt that my parents were mm-hmm. with their finances and with their money. Mm. And I, I have this fantasy. Like, if I ever have kids, I would um, never make them worry about money. I would, you know, get them anything they wanted. Mm-hmm. I would make my kids have the life that I had in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And it's not not because I resent my parents or I think they didn't raise me right. It's because I just had a much happier childhood in Taiwan than I did in the U.S. Mm. I, I know it's not my parents' fault at all. They make, yeah, yeah. you know, they my parents work hard. And so, I don't know where I'm going with this. No, you just... Does that make, does that track at all? <laughs> yeah, no, I think I understand what you're saying. I think yeah. you're saying as a, either as a conscious or subconscious, maybe unconscious response to like the, the frugality of your parents and like their focus on like, okay, we're going to, we're going to pinch pennies today so that we can you know do x or have x tomorrow like you you didn't enjoy that because you'd already gotten a look a glimpse of a grand life in Mm. taiwan Mm -hmm. and so now as an adult because you make good money like you know you when you work you're working in the tech industry so and you're single you you know things Mm -hmm. are pretty pretty gucci for you that is like Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to have the same view of the money that I make that my parents did because I, you know, if I, I want to, you know, feel, I want to have the freedom to be able to spend what I want, how I want right now because that's kind of what I got used to as a little tot in Taiwan and and that is what feels better for me. Like, I don't want to feel denied right now. I think that's what you're saying. I like that. Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, you, you made what I said more uh, concise and it made more sense. No, no, no. Yeah. no, no I, I just do I like, like it. I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like when I talk to my therapist and I like word vomit at her. <laughs> and she, like, it's like, this is what you're trying to say. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Would you perceive your siblings to be good with money? Whereas you, your perception is... Of your own finances is that you're, quote, bad with money? You know what? I'm thinking of each of them right now. And I think they are they are good with money. And I mm-hmm. think they do save. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my sister actually has the same spending habit as I do. Mm-hmm. 
a little more careless. Um, one of my sisters, but I think the rest are pretty good with their money. Mm. Um, and I don't know where that stems from or if that's just maybe our personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I don't want your audience to think that I'm like no, <laughs> bad no, no, with no, no, money no. and that I'm... I, I mean, I do try uh, to save and, and put money aside for retirement and everything like that too, but maybe not as good as I should be. You don't pin even... Like, if you want that avocado toast, bitch, yes. I'm going to get it. Yes. I'm going to get it, add guac to that burrito, mm-hmm. bitch, Postmates, caviar. Like, listen. Yeah. We we going to live, right? We now. are going to live. Yeah. yeah. We're going to enjoy our time yeah. while we're alive. Yeah. I think yeah. I get it. Okay. Right on. Would I recognize you as a child? Like, if your parents or your grandparents or your siblings were to describe you to me as a kid, uh-huh. would, they, would I recognize it? Would I be like, oh, yeah, that's that's Alvin. He been, he been Alvin since... That's a fun question. Mm-hmm. I've never been asked were that. Were you like hell on? Were you a demon? You know what I'm saying? Like, were you like, comp- like, if you <laughs> am I a demon like, now? What? No, you're not a demon. <laughs> um, I think a little bit of my essence is still there. It's still here. What do you mean? Like how I was as a kid. I still have some of that as an adult. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think I've changed as, as much as any, anybody should uh-huh. or would. Um, when I was a kid, I was very, I, I don't know. I was, I was also very different, um, depending on where I was. Like in Taiwan, I was a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. But I think in the U.S., I was, I was the oldest of six kids. I was, um, had to be a little bit more, um, like, obedient mm-hmm. and, and a little, I couldn't express myself that much because I was, uh, at school anyways, because I didn't speak the language that well. And so I was very different. Mm. But I think, I don't know. I don't know, Janelle. What this, do you mean? I have to noodle on this a little more. I, uh, like, for instance. Yes. Me, okay. Yeah. Like, let's, let's break it if down. My, if you were to talk to like my parents, my siblings, you know, my village, whatever, growing up, uh-huh. you'd be like, yeah, that's, that's Janelle. She's, she's been a fool, like. From Nigeria, like really, pre- yes, I've, been, I've always. So you're the me. you're. If I met you as a kid, I would. You'd be like, know who yep, okay, no, that's that's Janelle, crazy. Yeah, like I was in preschool. You know, I like to have like little like graduations for like little little yeah babies at preschool. Like my preschool teachers, you know, they gave they gave all the kids like superlatives, like most likely da 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 da. They voted me class clown. Did they? Just, Wait, in in what what like in high pre- school? Oh, no, no, preschool. preschool. You were like, voted class clown in yeah. preschool. They had that in preschool. <laughs> like, okay, or they had it, or they did they looked at me and was like, uh huh. That's what the because <laughs> she don't know how to act. But like you would you would recognize me as a child. So like, uh, okay. would you like if I were to if some if your people were like describing what yeah. happened to me. But I recognize them where were you like solemn like a monk like you never smiled or like you know what I mean like yeah. I think I'm much happier now, and I think I was a little different when I was a kid. Mm. I don't think you would recognize me, actually, if I were to answer that your question. No, I don't. I, I wouldn't don't. recognize American Alvin, or I wouldn't recognize Taiwanese Lil Alvin. I think either, because I I think I've changed quite a bit. Because you're more that you you're more jovial. Like how use your I don't use know. I don't use my words. I know. I I think <laughs> I've just I like I said my essence is still there. I'm still that kid. Um, fundamentally, but I'm a little bit more maybe extroverted now. 
So how, so you're from when you came back and, you know, started more regularly living in the States, like, like, how would you, how would you describe that childhood? Like, where did you, was it a very intensely close knit, like Chinese American community you grew up with? Like, so tradition was really big. Was it, did you guys like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not acculturate, but was there like a big heavy emphasis on like assimilation, like kind of paint that picture for me? Yeah, I think my community growing up was was very heavily revolved around the church I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents are very religious, like uh, religious Christians. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, it was every Sunday. It was obviously service, but then there was also Friday. Bible study mm-hmm. and Wednesday this and that and that was, so you grew up a church boy. My church, I mean, I didn't, but my church did pray in tongues. Oh, so you had what like does that holiness mean? Church. The what? Yeah, you grew up in like a holiness church, like a holiness they like, church. Like that's not the name. <laughs> See, you so you I don't know. So I, I it was also a it was also like a Chinese slash English church, mm-hmm. but it was the pastor, the head pastor's. Uh, preaching Chinese so I think maybe that's why was it Protestant a lot of my um, I don't know a lot of the language around it um, it is Protestant because we weren't Catholic no 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 sorry 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 I meant <laughs> right? Um, sorry, right I, I, I think I, some I, of your <laughs> audience will be like this, this guy is so stupid no no no, no. what's uh, the Pentecostal what does that mean like that's one of the like holiness denominations. like we speak in tongues you like lay hands on people yeah 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 they, like, they lay hands on people um there was tambourines and snakes ye- snakes i mean that's like an american there's kind of <laughs> there were there were like pray, laying hands and and quote-unquote healing yeah, yeah. and um uh prophetic words "Quote unquote" being yeah. spoken uh-huh. and tongue. I didn't know Chinese people did that. I thought that was because what you're describing sounds uh-huh. like Pentecostal or like Kojic, and I didn't know. Oh, so I, I don't know, know what Pentecostal or Kojic means. That's, but they do all that. Oh, okay. I think like, then we're that then. You gonna have to ask your mama because now I got to know, and the people gonna want to answer. People, want, okay, I'm, I'm gonna have to call in during the next. That's right. That's right. During the next episode. <laughs> that's right. To give some answers. That's correct. That's uh, correct. Okay, but you grew. But did you? Did you grow? Did you? Did you believe it? As I kid, did. I mean, as a kid, if you're exposed to it every sure. week, you kind of y- believe you, it by proxy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're socialized. Um, and I, I think right now, if you were to ask me what I am, I, I would still say I'm a Christian. Okay. Uh, I do pray occasionally mm-hmm. and, and, um, but I don't, I don't know if I believe in the speaking in tongues and the, the more, um, uh, I don't know what, what it would call the more spiritual aspects mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the laying the hands, the, mm-hmm. the healing mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's me to fill in what didn't get recorded. Okay, real quick. Alvin was telling me how he grew up in a religious community that was not politically active, like, at all. Until the Prop 8 um, ballot proposition against gay marriage emerged as an issue. So this was all happening for him in his late teens as he was starting to understand himself as queer. He said he remembered feeling extremely coerced into having to go to the rallies and demonstrations organized by the church because he didn't have a choice. All of his family members participated. All of his community participated. I think this event played a pivotal role in him no longer being um, so active in the church. Okay, back to Alvin. 
I don't know what I'm doing, but what I was asking before I saw that the damn thing wasn't recording was, um, Alvin, Mm -hmm. what did you wrestle with your faith in the years after the Prop 8 thing? Because on the one hand, there was, you know, what the church and, you know, certain parts of society were saying about gay people. On the other hand, that w- there was you coming into a genuine, you know, erotic knowledge of yourself that happens to like do. <laughs> so, like, what was that? Uh, what was that? R- what was that kind of process of reconciliation like? Mm. And I will tell the audience that I did sob and I, uh, at the, at the protest. No, during during our conversation, but it didn't get recorded. Oh, oh. So they missed out on all of that. And uh, <laughs> don't. Uh, <laughs> I um, I don't think it's like a unique story. I think it's much like anyone who's grown up in a religious household and 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 found out they were queer. Um, I I wrestled with it. I uh, try to pray the gay away. Oh, whoa! Try to pray for. Did you think it could change? Um, or you thought you? Had I to think give it deep down, I knew I couldn't. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, God, you know, make me straight. And it's, it's so sad to say that out loud, but mm-hmm. I, I did. And um, uh, but I luckily had a lot of um friends who were understanding mm-hmm. and a, a good support system outside of the church. Mm-hmm. Friends I made, you know, at school, and friends I met, um, sort of just through life along the way. Sure, and. Yeah, and it, and I, I can say now at, at twenty nine that I am comfortable in my own skin, and I, I love who I am, and I'm proud of who I've become. Um, and I'm I'm sad. I'm not really sad for me and my experience. I'm I'm glad I went through it because it made me who I am. But I am really, really. Um, I just have like a heart for kids who are going through it now, sure. and I, um, kids who are growing up in um households that um don't validate who they are and mm-hmm. try to change them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many kids and, and um, there's still a lot of states who, who, who um, that allow conversion therapy and things like yeah. that. And it really breaks my heart. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, I'm not sad for myself, but I, I want to hopefully um, help those folks out there that are going through that. Can I ask you an inappropriate question? Yeah, go for it. Did you, when you, did you ever as a hail Mary to, the hetero god. Uh-huh. Did you ever try and get busy with a girl to like see if you could do it? I've never um, had like a full on sex with a girl. Okay, all right. Yeah, I've done things in the past sure, with girl, but not. See. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> 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 not not fourth base. Not home. Is it, is it called? Is it fourth base or no, home run? Home base. Home not home base. Fourth base. That is letting. That me is know. why. That's, that's how you know. I'm. <laughs> that's what's letting me know why you never got busy with. I know. <clears throat> Talking about some fourth mm-hmm. base, Lord. Um. <laughs> okay. Fourth base. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's really ridiculous. Oh, God, I love you so much. When it was time for you, you went to college. You went to Irvine, right? I did. Oh, you really have a good memory. You remember where I was born and what school I went? I'm I'm very impressed. I forget where I was born <laughs> and where I went to college sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I did go to UC Irvine. Did you, were your parents, um, were they encouraging of you to go to college? I think or in our household, it was expected. Oh, okay. There was never a question of whether or not I was going to college. It was, you weren't 
going to college. Sure. Um, and they wanted me to go to a college close by. Mm. And because they're because they're Chinese parents. Yeah. And they wanted me to like go home every weekend, but I I didn't, and I was thrilled to be away from them and sort of starting to explore who I am and sure. meet my own my own friends outside of you know church and, and the community I grew up in. And so I, I actually had a really great uh, college experience. I I loved college, and mm-hmm. I um. What did you study in school? Study psychology because I thought maybe I would, you know, pursue that field, but now I know that's definitely not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even now I still don't really know what I want to do, which is just sort of sad because I'm sad. I'm like it's, it's a little too late for me to sort of be like, no, oh, I don't. It's never too late. <laughs> what do you think? I'm fucking doing a podcast. I'm at 34 and look. Oh, are you 34? And looking good. You are looking really good. <laughs> I look really ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, right, right now he's being very kind. Uh, you look amazing. <laughs> no, it's never too late. No, it's not. It's not. You're but right. But you didn't have a clear. You, you weren't like you weren't one of those weebs who like the first day of like freshman orientation. You're like, I'm going to. There's something wrong in the head with those people. <laughs> that's right. Like if you know at 18 what you're gonna do for the rest that's of your life, right. I'm like, that's not. Your brain isn't even fully formed. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you? Doing? Who's telling you to that you have to do this or that's follow this path? I don't understand. Um, no, I, I I had no sense of what I was going to do in college. Mm-hmm. Psychology was something I was exploring, um, but it's not it's not my path. Were you reckless in college or were you still kind of a buttoned up mm. good first son? Or did you start to loosen it? Like it's my mama, ain't, she don't live in this dorm. <laughs> We've been to, you know, see what's going on in room 304 tonight. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I was reckless in college yeah but you know what Chanel, i was actually reckless starting junior year of high school was tell when me what you mean by reckless i was drinking a lot in high school um i w- why do you think you were drinking i because i wanted to be cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. um and in high school being cool not being cool but being um liked and accepted by everybody was very important to me now, did you add to the rec- recklessness in college? Did you add drugs to the... Mi- you don't have to tell. You. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I didn't do drugs in high school. I, uh-huh. I mean, I, 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 don't, the only thing I did in high school was smoke weed and did yeah. uh, and drink. Yeah. But I didn't do drugs. In college, I did. Ooh, what did we, um, hmm? what did we do in college? Just like, I, I was also, I'm not like doing heroin. Or no, no, like no. I, yeah, I'm just like, just like Coke and like, uh, I everybody just, that I, not everybody, <laughs> but most of my friends out here who like grew up in California, went to school with California, like everybody had a period of doing Coke. I just, yeah. I went to oh, I, and I still really love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to tell me you have some? No, uh, I'm not, no I, I don't have any. I'm sorry. Wait, I, did I do Coke in high school? No, I didn't. It wasn't too... It, that wasn't no, an no, expensive no, no. habit for a college student? I've never bought Coke before. Oh, you always... It's just like, it's there. Yeah. And, yeah okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Which is, which is probably not that safe. Because it can be laced <laughs> and things. But I've... Right. Have I ever... No way, I've never spent my own money on it. Because you a bad bitch. You ain't got to buy your own Coke. No. <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. You, you meet people who have it. That's right. Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah, like is that all? Was that the hardest thing you ever did? You ever do like Molly? Shrimp? Oh yeah, yeah, Molly and, and, and acid and. Um, okay, can you tell me about your acid trip? How was it? It was. 
I actually don't love it as much as Coke and, and Molly. Um, I think I need things that are very much explicitly like uppers. I don't know. Are, are acid uppers? I imagine I they... it's psychedelic, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. I think I need things that will get my heart racing. Why, why do you like that? I don't know. You just like I need a, like alive. a shot of life. Yeah, to feel alive. Seriously? Yeah. Have you ever have you ever gotten have you ever scared yourself by too many uppers at once? You know what I mean? Like, holy shit, I'm about to have a heart. Like my heart's gonna like yeah. explode. Yeah. Okay, tell me about it. But I rather I don't know. I just feel like Yeah. Like, you don't I like, like that adrenaline rush and that feeling really? of like just extra like high and happiness. Yeah. <laughs> he goes Hi. I'm gesticulating <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I really do like it. I think if there weren't any like um, negative uh, side effects or consequences, I would be doing them forever. Yeah. yeah. Like every day. I wish you could see the, the dead ass straight face that <laughs> I'm right now. I'm 100% uh, earnest right now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> God. Okay. Do you have any fun? Do you have any fun drug trips that you want to talk about? Drug. Drug. I love hearing people's drug stories. Like drug just stories. Like fun trips or inter- or like they're comical because it's like what the fuck. I don't think I'm ever like out of hand with those. I'm. I'm, no, I'm actually, not, you don't have to be out of hand, but just yeah. Like, I I'm high. very um careful with, when I do them too. I think mm-hmm. I'm a very um. I'm a responsible. Co- I'm responsible. Okay. <laughs> drug user. Um. Uh. I. I can't think of anything on top of my head right now, mm. but yeah, nothing on top of my head. No, no, no. like fun, like interesting, fun stories. It's always like with friends yeah. that know what they're doing and I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. and it's it's a good time, Okay, but I never like, I never go out and, you know, lose your fucking, do some crimes yeah. and, <laughs> and, you know. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Alvin, the... Responsible drug user. I'm, under, I'm a very, I'm a very proud of. That. I should put that on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> like a very responsible drug user. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. You're so wild. <laughs> Did you finish school in four years? Uh, four and a four and a half years. Okay. Or not, or whatever. Four and two semesters or whatever. Yeah. You were just taking your time. You was enjoying. You. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually overdosed. So <laughs> Did you really? Uh, my sophomore year i overdosed on something and i had to take a Hold semester on, you, you and I, I had to check it <laughs> but this is when i was this is when i this is when i was much younger i was in my like i was 19 you or, overdosed on what um i rather not say okay, okay. but i did have to check into like rehab and everything Whoa. so i was i was gone for like a semester did you bury the lead what you mean i buried <laughs> So, so you got into some shit. You yeah. did a little too much. Was it like a your heart stopped or like you you had like a cycle? I had a concussion. Break? Is that what that means? No. What is concussion? So, like you hurt your head? You hit your no, head? no, no, no. I didn't hit my head. I had a sorry, not a concussion, but what's that thing when you have epilepsy and you Oh, 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 a seizure. A seizure, not a concussion. Sorry, a seizure. I guess Whoa. that's what happened. Um Alvin, what the fuck? Yeah, and I actually don't really remember that day. Of but, course not. Oh yeah, of course I was not. <laughs> But I think I think the doctor I think the e uh, I was at the ER they pumped it out of me mm-hmm. and I am that's scary and so now I want to report that I am fine and well now. Okay. Do you have an epileptic condition? No, not at all. It was because of the drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But I this was also like I was in my late teens sure. and I was um being a fool. 
being a fool. Mm-hmm. I guess that's my comical story. I got a Caesar. <laughs> I mean, it's funny in retrospect. Five bags of cheese puffs. Not I ended up in the eating <laughs> my damn stomach pump. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Lord. I guess it's it's sort of a harrowing story in retrospect. I, uh, but I I actually, I always tell my friends this: the best people I have ever met in my entire life uh-huh. were people I met in rehab. These were you gonna say more about some that, of the most. Now I'm, I, 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 I need to fucking <laughs> popcorn because this has been taking a whole other. Uh-huh. Some of the most beautiful souls I met, um, people that were so kind to me. I remember what they tell you in rehab when you first check in. The doctor tells you, just so you know, Alvin. I, I actually remember this very clearly. Fifty um, percent of you guys will come back again. Mm. So let's not have you be part of that fifty percent that comes back. Mm. That was the first thing they ever told me mm. when I checked in. I was like, "Oh!" And that those were stuck with me. And I met so many, um, once again, beautiful souls in there that have checked in a few times. Some of the most broken people you've ever met, but they were also some of the kindest people. I mean, I was there for a while, so I've gotten to know them. I remember there was this um, older lady. I think she must have been in her fifties. Uh, told us a few times during the group thing that she checked in a few times. She was, and I was, of course, like 19 or 20 back then. And there were a few of us that were younger. And mm-hmm. she would, she was like a mom to us there. Yeah. She would, um, they would, I mean, they were so stingy that they would give us like a bag of chips a day mm-hmm. as like a treat. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and she would, she would hold on to her bag. And like at night, um, um, they separated by, uh, by gender, but she would like sneak into the the men's rooms and be like, "Hey, I saved a bag for you, Alvin. I know you like chips." And I was like, "And I mean, I'm not a big chips eater, but I'm like, I would have to pretend like, oh my god, yeah, it would, I would love that. And I would hold on to those chips, and she would, I would like, I would tear up. She would just like, she just make an effort to really. She knew I was new in there, and it was my first time checking in, and she would really look out for me and just be like, hey, Alvin, are you still hungry? I, mm-hmm. Like when I, um, when they give us lunch, I'll, I'll save a little bit of my portion to like give to you later if you're, if you're not being fed. I'm like, no, 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 I'm like being, I'm, I'm, I'm full and I, I'm, I'm getting um, enough food here. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, that's my ride. No, shut up. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah. And, and it's some of my friends that I've met that I still keep in touch with. Mm. Yeah. We're going to have to park right here at rehab because, ho, oh, you made it sound like, oh, no, I, I'm a chemist. I could that was this. That was that one time. Yeah, I know. And we're going to yeah. talk about that. <laughs> um, friend. So was it, did you, did your parents know? Yes. Okay. Yes, this is. And my mom did, my mom drove, but she never driven on the free she's never driven on the freeway before because she's one of those people that no. always been too scared yeah. um so she, she uh, that was her first time ever driving on the freeway to go see me because my rehab was like out of town did you did you after they stabilized you in the er did you elect to go or you ha- you oh i was forced to go i was court or by the I, hospital i don't know i mean I, I just knew i didn't have a choice they they put me on uh what do you call those things where they uh gurney a gurney and they like made they tied me up, but I was it wasn't like I had a choice. Oh, wow. they didn't ask me like, would you want to check in? But like, would you like to check in? No. Whoa. So it wasn't outpatient; it was inpatient. I don't know what that means. Did you? Were you like? Did you go home every day? Or did, were you, oh my god, no, no, no! Oh, I could not go home. home. And yeah. How long but, were you there? I I mean, they told me a week. 
What do you mean they told me? You but, didn't have... There was not a calendar on the wall or... No, they told me a week and then later, I found out they lied. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they lied, but they're like, oh, actually, you need to stay another week. And then towards so the end of that week, like, oh, you need to stay for another week. And I think it ended up being about a month. That you were there. Yeah. So you... And I had that, obviously, I was like, but I have school and I have classes, I have exams to take. And they're like, well, you're going to have to just... And that's part of the reason why I stayed in I, college a little longer because I missed that semester. What were you... Th- thinking while you were, were like were you scared shitless like holy shit how did i end up here like what was going through your mind i feel like it was like a cloud that oh, like is it just, hazy yeah i just is it because they had you hopped up on all sorts of shit i'm sure uh-huh. i'm sure that was part of it uh and also it just felt like an out-of-body experience because i even now when i think back to it, i'm like did that really happen seriously i feel like i blocked that out of my i mean yeah. i can't blame you i'm sure that wasn't a, it wasn't a yeah. walk. like it was but I mean, it was still a pivotal moment in my life, and I think it um, informed me of of who I am and how the world is. And it was part of the reason why I decided to pursue psychology because I mm. saw met some people there that needed that help, mm-hmm. um, including myself. Sure. And and, um, and I had um, psychiatrists there, um, doctors there that were very patient and very kind with me, and I mm-hmm. wanted to um, sort of be that person oh so that's why you never slapped the shit out of me when i was bothering you during the no compassion <laughs> okay Listen. it's where i learned compassion sure. no um i yeah it was it was an experience for me and i'm that means a story that's out now as as like a stand-up comic it's it's funny oh, to talk mean, about oh. i can make jokes about it I, I yeah i can make jokes about there's nothing off limits for me i think <laughs> And that that experience did not put you off drugs? Like, it didn't scare the shit out of you to never pick up another one? No. Alvin, what? <laughs> I ne- I've never overdosed. And that, again, and I, that was my first time and only time. And I don't that think That needs I- to be your first and only time. What are we saying? <laughs> yeah, like, you're just like, oh, no, yeah, I'm, uh, okay. Yeah. So, But you're you're much more careful than you were. Oh, I, I'm very careful. I, I, I do think be. I have a very addictive personality sure, sure. I, I do tend to be obsessive with um certain things i hold on to but i i think i'm a lot more careful now and i there's no doubt in my mind that that will ever happen again okay. i'm i'm okay. not gonna be part of that 50 percent i will come stuff. visit you if you lose okay, i'll mind. call you i will, come, <laughs> I will bring you yeah. a chicken it's, box so many of my friends that i met there have come have gone back and are you still in touch with a lot of people? i am still in touch with them and i still and i and, and Some I of them see are that. Still in the stro- throes of their struggle. Like yeah, a, it's a cycle, and it's. I don't know if any of some of them will ever um, leave that cycle, and mm. it's sad to say mm. out loud. But I think, um, yeah, I don't ever. I don't. I'm not gonna be that part of that part of the fifty percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you just you keep it, honey. I did not. When I sat down with you today, I was just like. Okay, we're going to talk about some like. I thought we were just going to talk about weekend. Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I didn't realize listen, I was going to we, talk about my life. <laughs> we are, <clears throat> we contain multitudes. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's really what it's about. Well, damn. <laughs> I'm just glad he made it and it's fine. I could not imagine not getting to be in the trenches with such a lovely human. Okay. Join us tomorrow on What's Left to Do for part two with Alvin. <laughs>